0: You're listening to Guitars and Granola Bars, episode 76. Thank you so much for joining me here on Guitars and Granola Bars. I'm your host, Rachel Ramback, and this podcast is for women like me who are balancing a career they love with being a mom. Halloween is coming, and we are ready. So of course, we had to dedicate an entire episode to how we celebrate this special day at home, including decorations, our family's costumes, and favorite traditions, and at work. The songs we sing, how we integrate Halloween into our groups and sessions, and ways we get festive in our workplaces. To be honest, Halloween is not my favorite day of the year, as I share in this episode. But when you have kids and work with children, you really just have to embrace it. If you're like me, I hope this episode helps you do that, and if you are already a Halloween enthusiast, then I think you'll be even more pumped up after
1: listening. So I have to admit, this is a podcast recording I've been looking forward to because it is October and my family loves this time of year, the fall and everything, but more importantly, Halloween. (laughs) I really love fall and Halloween and everything that goes with it. And so I'm really looking forward to talking to you about how you incorporate the season into both your home and your life at work. Yes.
0: So as I was just telling Jamie off the air, I have never been super into Halloween. And if you go back and look at my blog posts, I have tons of Halloween songs that I've posted. But I feel like in every single blog post, I'm like, okay, well, we all know that Halloween isn't my favorite, but (laughs) all the kids that I work with love it. And so over the years, I've embraced it to that point. But now that I have kids of my own and they're at the age where they can actually really enjoy the Halloween season, I have found myself growing more not only tolerant but more fond of it and I'm seeing it from their perspective more so it's growing on me I have to say
1: well I'm I'm glad to hear that it's always been a fun time for me and it you know it's funny my mom was not a big and is not a big Halloween person so it wasn't like we had elaborate costumes as kids myself but it is one of my favorite things to dress up my kids and to help them figure out their costumes so I'm glad you're embracing it a little bit more as a parent.
0: Yeah, it's more fun when you see the joy that it brings your kids and you know how much they're looking forward to it. We have kind of just jumped in and gotten into the spirit. And my husband's always been a Halloween fan, so that hasn't been difficult for him. But but we're really, really embracing it this year to the point where we're actually going on a Halloween-themed Disney cruise. <laughs> oh,
1: man. That's going to be so exciting.
0: It is very exciting. It's called Halloween on the High Seas, and we're taking the Disney Dream Cruise to the Bahamas, and they've got all kinds of Halloween-themed shows, and my son's favorite show is, well, favorite Halloween show is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm -hmm. He's been singing the songs and watching (laughs) it since he was three, which was probably too young, but it was on netflix so we you know <laughs> couldn't shield it from him too long right um but they do they have jack and sally on the ship and he's just going to flip over it but neither of my kids know that we're going on a halloween disney cruise so no. we're just we're going to surprise
1: them oh, when we get there that is so and you're not even going to tell them until you're there Until we're there. Until we're, like, getting on the ship. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that is so... You know, I've been to... I haven't been on a Disney cruise, but I've been to Disney World at, like, Christmas time, but I've never been at Halloween. It's one one of my bucket items. I need to go to Disney at Halloween or a Disney cruise. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Well, I have a feeling
0: after this cruise, the next step will be going to Disney World during Halloween because, Yeah. yeah, I've heard that it's pretty amazing, and I've done the the Christmas party there, but never the Halloween. Mm-mm. So, so yeah, someday we'll we'll both check off that that bucket list item.
1: <laughs> Hopefully sooner than later. <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. So that's I think the big to do with our family for Halloween, and then of course we get back on the thirtieth, so just in time for to the still kids go to, trick or
1: treat. Right. Oh, exactly. Good.
0: Yeah. So we'll still get to Parker. Will get to participate in his school costume party and parade. And um, I'm actually singing some Halloween songs at his class Halloween party, which should be a lot of fun with a a bunch of kindergartners. (laughs) Is that
1: the first time you've done
0: music in his class? It is. Yeah, it's the first time. So I'm, I'm a little bit nervous because I still want to be, like, a cool mom, but Mm -hmm. I, you know, I want to, like, not embarrass my child, so I'm kind of running by him all of the things that I'm thinking of doing and getting his approval beforehand, so... (laughs)
1: Hopefully it'll go well. I'm sure I'm sure it will. That'll be really fun. His, yeah. I bet his classmates will really enjoy that too.
0: I think they will. He he might be like, oh yeah, that's my mom. What a dork. But hopefully not. It was much easier to impress him when he was in preschool. So, yeah. so we'll see how that goes. But then, <laughs> yeah, Halloween, we'll do trick-or-treating in, in our neighborhood and then... We're having all of the neighborhood kids and some of Parker's school friends over for pizza after trick-or-treating. So it'll be a fun, a fun
1: few days of... Of living it up on Halloween. Yeah, that sounds really fun. We um, don't have any vacations planned, but we did buy our pumpkins this last weekend. We got out to our local farmer's market that we like to get our pumpkins from and bought those. We have them on our porch. Everyone got to pick one out. Uh, we got to pick one out extra for our cousin because our cousin's going to be coming uh, to Jackson. Um, next Saturday so we're going to carve pumpkins next Saturday while she's here and then they come they live in the Detroit area uh, so they're going to come over for trick-or-treating on Wednesday and probably my other sister and her kids too so we usually have maybe oh goodness that would be seven kids naturally in our family that come trick-or-treating and then we invite some of our friends and stuff that are close um we live in a neighborhood that is just a couple blocks away from this strip that like decks out their homes for Halloween like a movie scene um oh wow it is so much fun, and they're really big houses, and you just, it's so crazy. You walk down there, and there are so many people, and there is a house that has lights on it that, like, the faces on it sing to the music, so they have a... um a radio station for their home that plays the songs like Thriller and Monster Mash and all these things, and then they have choreographed these faces to go with the songs, um, and it is just so much fun to go trick or treating over there. And then we take the side streets back um, to get to to get back to our home, um, and yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Uh, We do like a chili cookout beforehand and have our families over. So that's what we're looking forward to right now. We still haven't gotten to the Halloween store. So Aiden's been on me about getting to the Halloween store because we haven't gotten his costume officially. So we've got to figure out how to squeeze that in in the next probably week.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if this is true for you and your area, but I feel like since I've gotten older, there have just been so many – Halloween and fall themed things that have cropped up as far as events to go to and family things. There are like 10 different pumpkin patches in like a 20 mile vicinity. So it's really great that there are those options. And I feel like the fall is like this quest to check all the things off because there are so many things to do. And the kids, of course, want to do all of them. But my very favorite Halloween event in my city is coming up next week. So This past weekend was the pumpkin carving at our big park, it's called Washington Park, where families come and they carve pumpkins and then you leave the pumpkin there so you don't take it home with you. And then next weekend, throughout the entire weekend, the, I don't know who who runs it, if it's the park district, but they set up the pumpkins, all the carved pumpkins all throughout the park and then they put like a light in them so it's completely dark, but you're walking through the park seeing all of these amazing jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah. And they call it the Jack Spectacular, and it is so much fun. It's They've got, like, Halloween music playing, and they've got food trucks, and just everybody goes out and just walks through the park and it's so fun so I'm looking forward to that that's yeah. one of the really really fun things to do we have
1: something similar here it's at our nature center and it's called uh, they're called the goblin walks um, and so they do the same type of thing where, like two days before the actual goblin walk which is a full weekend you come out and you can carve pumpkins and then they take these pumpkins and they make they outline the paths through this nature center um, all throughout it so it's all lit up with pumpkins all the way through. And then they have nature-based animals singing and doing little skits like, every so far you go into it. Um, so you have to have a t- You sign up for your time. You have a ticket. You have to go. And then it's, like, you walk together as this little group. And then you get to the first one, and it's, like, you know, this little skit about raccoons, um, you know, digging trash out of, the, out of the dumpster. But there's all these funny songs associated with it. So it's not scary whatsoever. It's actually quite focused on environmental and, like, nature stuff, um, which is fitting because it's at our nature center. Um, but it is so much fun. And at the end, they have cider and donuts um, and everything. And the kids love it. It is just a really well-done uh, event that they put on there. That sounds super cute and super fun. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yes, but you're right. There are so many family fall fests and uh, places to get cider and donuts.
0: (laughs) I know. I feel like I'm like pumpkined out by the end of October. It's like, okay,
1: I'm ready to move on now. (laughs) Got my fill. Yeah, then I'm ready for
0: turkey, cranberry. Yes, exactly. (laughs) How do you incorporate Halloween at work? Because I know that can be a little bit sticky. Um, With me working in school settings, some schools, do Halloween, some schools don't, some facilities do, and they do it up big while others completely try to avoid it.
1: Yeah. So
0: it's always a little bit challenging to kind of navigate this particular holiday, I guess, um, as opposed to others. But how does that look
1: for you? Yeah, I'm very similar. I mean, in our early childhood programming, we do a pretty good mix of um just fall themed uh so that we're focusing more on the leaves and the change in weather and that kind of stuff um but then we do have our fun um like handful of of halloween songs that we like to use as well um but those are at our office and I feel like we can do that a little bit easier um, I just make sure that we're very, uh, like, conscious and aware and talking to the facilities that we're in and the teachers and the staff and the parents um, to make sure that people are okay with it because you don't want to go in somewhere with a whole repertoire of Halloween songs to realize, like, oh, (laughs) you guys don't even bring this up in your school. Um, my son Aiden went to a preschool that, it was actually at the the Dalam, the nature center I was just talking about. And they don't do any holidays like that, but they will um, honor the like fall and the spring sol- solstice and things like that. So they focused more on, and like Valentine's wasn't Valentine's, it was Friendship Day. Uh, so they just changed it just a little bit. So just being aware um, that some places do, things a little bit different and you'll also find that places that have like older um generations they don't necessarily care <laughs> you know so every once in a while maybe you'll add some like bewitched bothered bewildered or something you know into your repertoire but um yeah just kind of doing what feels natural how about you mm-hmm. i know you've got a lot of halloween uh and fall repertoire where do you kind of use it I do. So I started out my
0: career as a music therapist in a school which very much embraced Halloween. So I had the good fortune to write a lot of Halloween songs during my time there. So almost all of the Halloween specific songs came from that era of my life, I guess you would say. Um, and now with me personally working more with early childhood where it is a little bit like, mm, I don't want to like blatantly talk about Halloween because I know that all families are different and we've got lots of different cultures and faiths that come into our classes. So I try to keep it more on like the neutral side, talking about fall and we sing about pumpkins and we sing about leaves and all of those things. So that's kind of the direction that I head to more often when it comes to songwriting. But I do have all of these other songs that I've written about Halloween that then my staff can use when they go into those settings where Halloween is an acceptable topic. Yeah. So it's kind of just feeling out your environment, like you said, and taking cues from the people with whom you're working and the staff there and then kind of figuring out what works best.
1: Yeah. Well, I kind of want to hear one of your fall or Halloween songs. Do you want to maybe share one?
0: Yes, I'd love to. So
1: this particular song is one
0: that was inspired by our many, many, many trips to the pumpkin patch (laughs) over the last few years. That has been probably one of our family's favorite things to do since my uh, son was born. We just make that a tradition and we try to go to at least two or three, maybe even four every year. And um, so I wrote this song after one of those trips. And now my kids actually like to sing it when we're at the pumpkin patch. I think I wrote it last year, maybe. But they love this song and we sing it all the time. Uh, it's called Pick a Pumpkin, so <laughs> uh, very original name. But um, and I just happen to have my guitar right here. So I'll pull that <laughs> out. Uh, But I also have some little motions for it that go along with the song and that that I do with my little ones in our early childhood classes. So you can kind of make it really simple or um, kind of spice it up a little bit. But um, the song is super repetitive, so the melody is very easy to catch on to pretty quickly. And it goes like this.
2: Pick a, pick a, pick a pumpkin. Pick a pick a pick a pumpkin. Pick a pick a pick a a pumpkin. Pick one from the patch. Roll a roll a roll a pumpkin. Roll a roll a roll a pumpkin. Roll a roll a roll a pumpkin. Roll a pumpkin home. A scoop, a scoop, the seeds out. Scoop, a scoop, a scoop the seeds out. Scoop, a scoop, a scoop the seeds out. Scoop until they're gone. Make a, make a, make two eyes. Make a, make a, make a, a no Make a, make a, make a, a mouth. For the pumpkins face smile smile at your pumpkin smile smile at your pumpkin smile smile at your pumpkin see it
1: smiling back Yay. <laughs> thank you <laughs> oh I, I think we should do this all the time um, because your song choice was was perfect for this—a song that I wanted to share. And then thinking about like how to incorporate the two together and to use them in in a music class, like I'm just so excited in my mind right now. I yes. loved that. That was Thank great. You. It goes through the whole process of you know exactly. picking it and rolling it. And oh, I love that. So Thank you. So I kind of adapted a, a, a song. Have you heard the song um, Ghost of John? No, it's
2: a, I it's haven't. In a,
1: it's in a minor key. Um, the the, re- the original song, it was on a CD that I had as a child, um, but it goes like this. Have you seen the ghost of John? Long white bones and the rest all gone. Ooh, wouldn't it be chilly with no skin on so it's not exactly like something I would be using with kids right, right now as a professional, but I learned it somewhere as a kid. So I changed this song a couple of years ago. Um, and I did a live video with Aiden in our living room uh, to kind of, to do it. Um, uh, it's on our YouTube channel. But so I use a lot of the little pumpkins this time of year. I go out to the patch and I buy like real ones so that we've got those in our classes. And I cut the stems off so that they roll around. So we use those as a prop. And then the song goes like this. Have you seen the pumpkins roll around? Rolling, rolling on the ground. Ooh. Have you seen the pumpkins roll around? It's just a really simple um, song, but we roll all those pumpkins around. And then um, I have a couple of the balloon balls by Bear Paw Creek that are the pumpkins. And then I will pick up the real pumpkins because we don't want them throwing those. (laughs) And then we do things with the, the balloon ball ones. So we do... Have you seen the pumpkins bounce around bouncing bouncing on the ground? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Have you seen the pumpkins bounce around? But I just was thinking of your song paired with that song having the little pumpkins that they're then picking one out for themselves to use in music and then just kind of moving forward. So my mind just got Right rolling as you sang that song. (laughs) Oh, I love that idea. And okay, so we
0: also have balloon balls at um, my studio and we use them a lot in our early childhood classes. So I'm always looking for creative ways to put them to use. So that's something I'll have to remember for next year. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so my next question for you Uh is being a business owner and having people coming into your space – during Halloween, do you do anything special for your clients and your students during that week?
1: I would say not not in general. I don't like to give candy. Um, you know, I kind of I got away from that because of peanut allergies and everything else. Plus, little kids and suckers. I don't like going into the doctor's office where they have suckers because you can't leave without one. So parents that don't want their kid to have candy. So I've kind of gotten away from all of that. I don't even have a candy jar sitting out anymore. How? ever. We have a day program that comes into our office. Uh, it's a it's a group of seven adults with special needs. They spend 3 hours a week at our day program. And they love Halloween. So they decorate the office. It's part of their like tasks that they do. They um, right now or I think this week are going to be decorating the door. So they're going to be making this haunted house scene for the door. Um, they also throw like a real Halloween party. So they bring in snacks for their program specifically. We order pizza um, and they'll they'll bring in some candy and stuff. And we usually will provide the pizza and the drinks and then they'll provide the rest of the stuff as families. Um, but really, we leave our day program decorates our entire office. So I don't really do too much. I do buy a few things and then let them, you know, whatever they want to hang out they can Um, but in general I do invite families too if they um, want to dress up the week of Halloween we do invite them to come and dress up because it's always really fun to see the kids in their costumes Um, but I actually close all of our early childhood programming for Halloween day. Um, because so many kids are going to miss anyways because they're going to their sibling's school program or whatever else. We just find that it conflicts with too many families. Um, So we actually don't run any of our early childhood programming on Halloween day.
0: Okay, that makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, it's always hard to navigate
0: just how much to do at Halloween and on the actual day. For us, since we do um, teach lessons and we have one-on-one sessions at our studio, um, it is a typical day for, as far as we're concerned. Now we do understand, obviously, when families decide not to participate that day, so we do see definitely a lower attendance. But this year, we are inviting all of our families, whether the whether or not they have services that day to stop by, especially like right after school before they head home to trick or treat to come by. And we're doing just kind of like a little informal Halloween party, which is kind of hard to do when you've got lots of things. Yeah, we've obviously got lots of services happening during that time, but um, I'm going to come over there and kind of host a little bit before we head home to trick or treat and we're going to have a, a picture contest with everybody taking pictures in front of our backdrop, and um, we'll have some refreshments and some lawn games that people can play outside. So just to kind of make it um, a fun environment on Halloween for the people that are there that day and for anybody who else who wants to come by and participate. And we've not done that to this extent before before. But we just thought, you know, make it a little bit more um, festive yeah. and
1: see how it goes. I think if I had a bigger clinic space, I would 100% get on board with doing something like that. I'm already dreaming of like a holiday party sometime in some year oh, yeah. when I have a space for it. But my space is very small. I think it's 750 square foot total with one treatment room. So we can't we can't do that kind of event. But I love that you're doing that because when I have my new big, bigger clinic space, which is going to happen, um, then I can do that. I'll have (laughs) that. I'll have a cute little, um, yeah, there's some place to like invite families to come. And I like that you're going to have a backdrop to take pictures. That's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, it was the brainchild of
0: one of my colleagues and we all just kind of got on board with it and took our ideas and ran. So it'll be fun to, to put it into practice and see how it all turns out. But I'm excited.
1: Yeah, and community um, families, they love that kind of stuff, they, especially places where you can dress up um, to get maximum use of your Halloween costumes. We all know that they're not always cheap and they're nope. sometimes elaborate. And the more opportunities to have your kids wear those, the better. My feelings, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So we haven't really talked yet about what our kids are doing for Halloween. Do you want to get into what your kids are going to be for Halloween? Yes, I would love to. So my daughter is very
0: much a creature of habit. And when certain things stick in her memory, they are very, very well stuck there. Mm -hmm. And every year since she was an infant, she has been Minnie Mouse for Halloween. And obviously, she didn't remember much of her first Halloween. She was only six months old. Maybe not even that. Maybe – no, she was only four months old. Um, But she was Minnie Mouse, and I think she saw pictures of that Halloween. So every year since, she has chosen to be Minnie Mouse (laughs) for Halloween. So this will be her fourth go as Minnie Mouse. She's now three. And um, so she will be dressing as Minnie. And my son is going as his hero and what he 100% plans to be when he grows up, Batman. Oh. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So we're going two different routes. We're going the Disney route and we're going the Marvel route. Yeah. Although I, I had my husband order him a, Mi- a Mickey Mouse costume for the Disney cruise because... I feel like it's a little, like, blasphemous to dress as a, a Marvel character when you're on a Disney <laughs>
1: excursion. Yes, yes. DC Comics, by the way, just so... To... Oh, DC Comics. Yes, yes. But that's okay. Gotcha. Okay, <laughs> my bad. See, I... Aiden I'm, would totally call me out on it, so I'm just... Yeah, I'm, just I'm glad you did. Educating because I'm, you. <laughs> I am just
0: not well-versed in, like, the superhero genre, obviously. <laughs>
1: You'll get there. You'll get there. I will you'll have
0: to be. <laughs> Eventually I will get there. Well
1: that's Yes.
0: Fine. Yeah. And I typically don't dress up um, for the most part. Like sometimes I'll like last year I wore a gray dress and I bought some um little like wolf ears and a <laughs> little wolf tail. Yeah. And, you know, something like that. But this year, again, for the cruise, I decided to dress up as Daisy Duck so that I could be Paired with Mia Bell, and then Parker's going to be Mickey on the cruise. He doesn't know that yet, but that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. And my husband's going to dress as Goofy, so we're going to have some some, uh, Mickey Mouse characters going on. Oh, that's really
1: fun. Yeah. What about you guys? Yeah. Well, you know – For as long as Aiden's been choosing Halloween costumes, we've always kind of gravitated towards his. And let me just tell you, I'll give you some history on Aiden's Halloween costume choices, Um, just so so you can get this. But one year, he was um, Green Gecko, which is from PJ Masks. But this was the year that PJ Masks came out, so nobody knew what Green Gecko was. I didn't know what he was even saying. I thought he wanted to be something from Geico. You know, I'm like, what? Like, the Gecko from Geico? Like, what are you even... Okay, but I eventually figured it out. So he was the Green Gecko. Um, then year after he was um Killer Moth again. This mm, is a DC no comics. <laughs> he's okay. from he's from Batman, but yeah, Killer Moth. Then last year he wanted to be a Bokoblin. Again, like I say these nope. words and it's like I don't even know what it's from um Zelda. So last year he was a Bokoblin, which is like this. Uh, creature, bad guy, kind of a, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe him, honestly. Um, But he was a bokoblin, and then Madeline was Zelda, and uh, my husband was Link. And so then Riley, I was a tree, and Riley was this little Korok leaf, which is, again, from Zelda. So he picks all these. So this year, I finally got him on board with something because of Madeline's choice, which I didn't think I was ever going to get him to agree He wanted to be a creepy clown. And I was like, no, there's no way. We're not doing that. If you can buy your own costume, you can buy your own creepy clown costume, but until you're old enough to buy your own. So anyways, I digress. So Madeline picked Tinkerbell. Right? Oh, that's a good one. And so Madeline's Tinkerbell. Riley is the crocodile. We got this cute little crocodile, like padded, you know, those warm suits for babies. Oh, yeah. Um, And so Aiden is going to be Captain Hook zombified after he was eaten by the crocodile. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is amazing. I bet Parker and
0: Aiden would have some fun together. Oh, yes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that took a lot of kind of like saying, hey, what about, hey, what about, but he is totally on board now and so excited to go pick out his Captain Hook costume and then we're going to tear it up. (laughs) a little and give it a good zombie look so that he is zombie Captain Hook. Um, I actually have a Wendy dress. I did buy a Wendy dress because Madeline told me that I had to be Wendy. And Dave is not entirely sure. He could either be Peter Pan, which I think he's very reluctantly like, I'm not really going to be Peter Pan, Um, or Smee. uh, Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, Aiden's trying to convince him to be Smee. That's um, cute for for Halloween because we we do like to try to all dress up and do something. Um, one of our local churches throws a monster mash, which is all indoors with oh. games, so um, it's fun to kind of all dress up and go to that. Um, yeah, <laughs> so those are those are our Halloween costumes. We've got the girls covered; their stuff's in our house, but Aiden's we have to make the actual trip so that he can pick out his stuff. Yeah, that is so fun. You know, I
0: have dreams of someday when I'm like 100% on board with Halloween, like having these elaborate family costumes, but yeah, right now the the Disney characters is about the best that That's fine
1: we can though. Do. That is completely fine. And you're going to be doing that on a Disney cruise. So what better True. place to do that? True, true. Yeah, Ma- but you should save those costumes for
0: when you do your uh, bucket list that's trip. That's
1: true, except they'll be a yeah. little bit outgrown. Madeline actually has a beautiful Daisy Duck costume from when she was one. No kidding. Yeah, it's so adorable. It's got the little, like, um, feather butt and everything. And oh, the single, my It gosh. is so cute. We had her first-year pictures taken in it.
0: That's adorable. <laughs> uh, I'm DIYing mine because I couldn't find any, like – already made and I'm all about the already made but yeah, yeah it's pretty simple I already have a, a shirt that's got like some little like a purple shirt that has some little feathers on the sleeves and then I bought a white tutu and then I've got already got like the orange colored tights and oh perfect my friend is making me a giant pink bow to <sighs> put in my hair so yeah. It should be pretty easy. I'm, I'm excited to, to have a little bit of that theme
1: going on. Yeah, this is the first year I haven't had to actually sew something. I'm not a, I don't have like a sewing machine. I figure if I ever did have a sewing machine, I could rock a sewing machine, but I don't have the time in my life to learn. Um, uh-huh. One of these days I will own one and I really think I'll be able to do good things. But until then, I've made costumes in the past out of, um, This is a this is a good. uh, Our last episode was about mom hacks, Um, and this episode is a really fun or not sorry. So our last episode about mom hacks, and this is a really good hack for Halloween. I buy onesie footie pajamas. And have created like three different, four different costumes out of them at this point. So they're warm because we live in Michigan and it is not warm on Halloween. So we need to have some like layering options. And so I've made actually all of those costumes I referenced earlier for Aiden out of um, the like footie pajamas. I buy them on, I think it's like pajamas.com or something, something like that. You can easily Google um, and get these footy pajamas that are fleece and then I've been able to sew on whatever I needed to to make them into the costume that we needed to have so there's a good um hack for you for Halloween costumes if you have to create one of your own and you're trying to keep your kids warm (laughs) right oh I know that's a
0: struggle well the last couple of years here it's actually been warm on Halloween oh yeah it's just our weather is so unpredictable you just never know which way it could either be like raining and like 35 degrees, or it could be like 70 and sunny the way it's been the last couple. So
1: who knows this year? Yeah, I don't know either. It's been cold. It's been cold and rainy for many years for Halloween here.
0: Yes. Yeah, that was was most of my childhood, and I think that was a big part of the reason that I never loved Halloween because (laughs) I always felt like, well, what's the point of getting dressed up when I'm going to put on my coat and like all these layers over my costume, and then nobody's even going to see it?
1: Yeah. Yep. I know I'm like obsessive with figuring out ways to put layers underneath costumes so you don't have to cover them up because it's a lot of work to make those costumes. Exactly. That's very smart. You are a good Halloween mom. Try. I I strive to be like you. (laughs) I'll teach you the ways, the Halloween ways. (laughs) That's really
0: why we recorded this episode, so I could learn all of your secrets.
1: (laughs) And so that I could be... Really, really excited for your Disney trip. <laughs> oh yes, I'll have to report I'm back. So after. excited <laughs> to hear about your trip afterwards. It'll and you so know what? Fun.
0: Maybe I'll come back and be a total Halloween convert and like be in love with the holidays. So you you'll ha- know. you'll
1: be already planning for next year. Like Aiden exactly. is right now. Does Parker do that? Does he start thinking about next year's Halloween oh, costume? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Birthday party themes—the same way we talk about oh, birthday yes. party themes. Oh. Oh, yes. So, yes, Halloween costumes are a big thing. Oh, I wanted to ask you about that Halloween cardboard house. Oh,
0: ooh, yes. Okay, this is, speaking of mom hacks, let me tell you about this Halloween haunted house art project. So, one day, Parker and I were strolling through Michael's. I had to get something completely unrelated to Halloween, and, of course, he gravitated towards everything Halloween And he saw this giant cardboard haunted house. And it's one of those. And I've seen um, they have like gingerbread ones too. That's the same idea. You color it and then you put it together. Well, it's huge. It is like legitimately the size of like one of those playhouses. You know, those play school playhouses. It is that big. But it's made out of cardboard. And it's printed with this haunted house design all around the four sides of it. And... So he somehow talked us into purchasing one. Not only did we purchase one for him, but we also purchased one for Mia Belle, knowing that she would not have the artistic uh, skills that he has.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: he would be very upset, you know, if, if she colored or scribbled <laughs> incorrectly. Yeah. So they both had their own haunted houses. And we, we bought those over a month ago. And he is still coloring it. Yeah. and he will work on that thing for hours at a time and it is the best thing to do to get out like on a, an afternoon when it's just him and me. Mia's still at school and uh, I just need like some quiet time to finish up a task or something. We'll get the haunted house out. He will color it. I'll put on some music. I'll do a little bit of work and it's great because it's Halloween related which is that's his jam but it's also keeping him
1: occupied. Yeah, I've, I've been seeing pieces of it on, must be on Instagram, things that I've yes. seen pieces. And I'm like, that is brilliant looking. You got it at Michael's. I Michael's. Didn't know where that would even come from. It's like
0: $36, but honestly, the best $36 we've spent all fall, especially when you think about like, how much money are you spending on pumpkins, you know? Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And then you like set those out outside and they rot and you throw them away. But this haunted house is giving him something to do it's artistic it's he's excited about it and it's still not put together yeah, I was gonna say you have, you've it. never put it together then either no. we put together Mia's because she wasn't quite as like meticulous about the coloring she kind of scribbled all over it and then her she had a babysitter one night when we took Parker to an activity and they put it together which was great <laughs>
1: it was yeah
0: less work for us but <laughs> Uh, sadly, it was destroyed by some neighbor boys when they came over one night. So, oh. but she's okay with it because she knows that when Parker's is done, she's gonna get to play inside of it. So yeah. it worked out. But oh, uh, yeah, Halloween. Cool. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a highlight of our Halloween party is is having everybody in the haunted house.
1: Oh, I'm excited for him to have that finished. I yes. I mean that's that's a really cool thing that he puts that much time into it. Well, and then I figure,
0: you know, we save the box and everything so we can take it down and save it for next year. Or, mm-hmm. you know, buy ourselves a whole lot more hours of of him being occupied and maybe he'll color a new one next year.
1: Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, have we have we covered all of the Halloween bases or is there still more to talk about? I think that at this time. Oh, I know. Oh. No, no, no. Oh. I wanted to mention something <laughs> that you did, Okay. actually. <laughs> so... As I was scrolling Instagram last night, right before bed, I stopped on your picture. It is a legitimate Jack the Pumpkin King apple pie. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And I showed it to my husband. I was like, Parker would flip. Like, if I knew how to bake pies, (laughs) I would totally do this
1: because he would flip. It is not hard to bake a pie. First of all, I buy – I'm going to out myself right here. I buy the Pillsbury already made roll-up pie crust because it is – like, a biggest lifesaver. So really, it's just apples and brown sugar, cinnamon. What else is in there? A little bit of allspice and a little bit of flour. And you just toss it and then put the pie crust in, put the top on. And then, yes. so I cut out two eyes, the shape of, you know, Jack's got really big eyes. And then he Mm -hmm. just has these little slits for nose. And then I just made this big cut for the mouth and then cut all the little tiny like stitches so you could see like in, in like Jack the Skeleton's mouth, and it came out awesome. Aiden was so it excited. It looked amazing. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah, and it really. It was kind of an afterthought. I was like, um, what am I going to... And the kids are going crazy. And I was like, well, I just want this to look like Halloween. So I just quickly just did that. And um, it turned out It turned out great. It turned yeah. out amazingly. I will post a link to your photo because
0: it is so great. I, well, everybody thank you. I, You're love, welcome.
1: I love making fall food and um, especially anything that the kids might think is extra cool because it looks like it's spooky. <laughs> yes. Well, I have to say, talking about all of this Halloween stuff has
0: actually gotten me a little bit more excited, believe it or not.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs)
0: Thanks, Jamie. (laughs) You're
1: welcome.
0: (laughs) How do you do Halloween? I'm always looking for inspiration, so please share your tips and tricks for celebrating Halloween with us. You can do that in the comments of the show notes page over at guitarsandgranolabars.com or email me, rachel at listenlearnmusic.com. You can also find me on Instagram at rachel rachelrambach and at listen listenlearnmusic. And you can find Jamie there as well. She's at HG Music Therapy. As always, I'm so grateful you took some time out of your day to listen to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider sharing it with a friend and rating and reviewing on your podcast app. We'll talk to you again soon on the next episode.